What up, what up, fantasy football hustler, back at you, joined with my man Bogart, Scott Free of the GMM Network, and we are bringing you fantasy news today. What's up, bro? What's going down? You know what I'm saying? Just just back in the studio, you know what I mean, in the, uh, in the caves of Fabghanistan, because I am Osama Bin Laden, the fantasy extremist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, better late than never. He made it. Representing the Daily Sport in our man Taco. Hey. Oh. Han having some technical difficulties. <laughs> I'm hey, sure he'll be lie. back. <laughs> that, uh, that Cena shit goes crazy, though, every time. That oh, shit yeah. goes crazy. Oh, yeah. You know, he did a song with E40? No. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> tight considering. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so random. Yeah. John Cena is a savage, and yeah, that uh, I mean, even that that little clip or whatever, I can't remember. It was like the Cadillac Chrysler or um, the Cadillac something like that was like their theme song, or I don't even remember, but yeah, people love John Cena. I always hated him. I I thought like he to me he always looked like a giant wrestler that sold everything too safe. You know what I mean? Because you know, like Brock Lesnar, he's a giant. He could go in there and destroy your ass. Right, oh, yeah. but like Cena, it's almost like he's gonna break everyone. So like, even his F five didn't look in. I mean, uh, his uh, FU didn't look impactful. You know what I mean? Then he started using the STFU. Remember that mm-hmm. as a submission, and I was like, "Come on, dude, you'll just break anyone in half." Like, like I don't know. It just it seemed he, he seemed to me like it. It was almost like Jericho when he got older. Like everything he he wasn't selling nothing. Like that running bulldog ain't nobody getting hurt. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He sends you to the ropes, and, he, and or he sends you to the corner. He comes off the ropes. Does yep. a Russian, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and does a little backflip off the uh, jump off the ropes. A little backflip, yeah, yeah. See, that was more impactful in his later years when he got the love handles going. Because now it was like, oh, okay, he's he's a 280 pounder come or 260 pounder now coming off that little baby moonsault. Oh yeah. Yeah, John Cena. Like every time I hear his music, I was always on the side of John Cena sucks. <laughs> yeah, it was always, John Cena sucks. It was always, it was uh, anytime he came on, like there was half the crowd, uh, let's go Cena. And then the other half was Cena sucks. Like, yeah. that's how, I mean, as much as like, you know, I kind of hate on him, like, if you're getting people to love you and hate you, and like, you know, there's no in between, like everyone's yelling one way or the other, like, you're definitely doing your job. That's for sure. Hey, it's funny because when we do this show Fridays, if I if I have if I have the stew door open, you hear the garbage truck. So they're coming right now. Ha! Yeah, back back the truck up. Let's let's talk about our first topic. Is this? Is this back the truck up? All right, let's see. Actually, so TD is joining in, and let's see, Taco is joining in too. What up, TD? What's going on, bro, bro? What's happening, TD? What's going on? Man, Man Claypool's it. dying on me. That's <laughs> 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 what's going on. Don't let the cat out of the Don't let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, that's not where we're starting. We're starting with the we're starting with the 49ers. Okay. Right now. And uh, because we know a lot of people are banking on George Kittle for sure. And he was at practice, but the coach said he is not guaranteed to play. Uh, that's part one of San Fran, and then part two. Elijah Mitchell, um, the start decision is not coming until uh, Saturday. They said he's still hurting. He's still sore. Bogey, what kind of news you got out of uh, out of 49ers camp or out of 49ers well, practice? According to my sources, you know what I mean, which is a crystal ball. 
right? <laughs> As I peer into this crystal ball, I see a future where they shouldn't play Eli Mitchell selfishly for all us Trey Sermon having ass motherfuckers because we want to take them to church on Sunday, you know, because if this Seahawks matchup is so soft, bro, like we want all the work to go to one running back as possible. And that would be my man, Trey Day Sermon. Yeah. TD, what do you think if um, Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon are both healthy, you start neither one of them, which one would you start over the two? What are your thoughts on the running backs? Elijah Mitchell all day. Uh, especially if I have to have one. But if I don't, I will wait it out this week and see what happens if both of them healthy. That way you know what kind of what the trend is, what Kyle Shanahan is going to do when they both healthy. But if I have to play one, I'm playing uh, Elijah Mitchell. Taco, you're a little in the matrix, but what's your thoughts on the, the backfield for Sam Fran? <laughs> Damn, this matrix out here is crazy. But, I mean, honestly – in, in in a fantasy football best case scenario, they sit out Mitchell one more week, make sure that he's fully healthy. You get one more week to see what happens with Sermon because so far with Sermon, I, I don't think they're too impressed. I think this is setting up where you could be looking at Mitchell as going to run that job for the rest of the season. So personally, I hope that they give it one more week, especially with the Seahawks matchup because we need to see what Sermon really is. And, and if they can determine that at this point, then we will know going forward who do you want to roster from that backfield? Which would yeah, be Jeff Because uh, we even saw Alexander Madison get off versus the Seahawks. So you already know, if you can't get off versus the Seahawks, there's definitely something wrong with you. And we all know Alexander Madison is no Sharon Stone. Oh, I, <laughs> I knew you go right there. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yo, don't disrespect the man. He's not that bad. I mean, he's not that bad. He's just not that good either. I mean, kind of right in the middle. He oh, is oh, no oh. Sharon Stone. <laughs> Listen, he, he he he's better than Mike Davis. So. So that's kind I of mean, that, that, a, who wins in a fight, Alexander Madison or Mike Davis? I think Davis take, yeah, he could take a lick, man. Dude, yeah, Davis I mean, is fucking huge, and he is. He has this tiny head in his big body, so I'm nah, sure he, does. Hard for that. he has a very small head. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you noticed yeah, that. Bro. I'm like, yo, his calves are like two sizes the, the times of his head. It's crazy. All right. Now let's get into the dealers in UFC. That'd be wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be nuts. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the Steelers, though. Bogey already teased it a little bit earlier, so. The good news out of Steelers practice is Deontay Johnson and Juju full go. The bad news out of Steelers camp or practice is that Claypool did not practice today, and he was limited in practice yesterday. So pretty much like the worst telltale sign that you have of a guy not playing is if they're limited on Thursday and they don't play or don't practice on Friday and he's got the hamstring injury, I would be expecting Claypool to be a full sit this week. And it's a 1 o'clock game. Well, for at least for, if you're from the West Coast, four o'clock game. If you're from the East Coast, so you're gonna have. If you're depending on Deadpool, you're gonna have to have a pivot. I, I, my favorite pivot all the time, and and you know, be you know, me being Bostradamus, I called the pivot for anyone who had to wait on the Green Bay game uh, last week. If you're waiting on Mitchell or any of these things, and I said pivot to MVS, he actually did his thing, but he's hurt as well. So I don't know if he's the greatest pivot. I think, you know, the Deadpool thing is 
I think he will be limited if he does play. Because, but the fact that he did get into a limited practice, maybe this is precautionary, or this is this an injury that happened today, like that, that? You know what I mean? Like, or did it get happen yesterday? Because he was he's limited. Been, that means he's been nursing this, right? Yeah, he's been limited all week because of this. Well, until today, which he didn't practice at all. Because that's that's really weird. Like, you know, if you're limited all week, you usually would want to progress, like go to a full go or stay limited. When they downgrade him to a DMP, that's uh, eyebrow raising. TD, what are your thoughts on uh, on the Steelers in general right now and their wide receiver core? Um, I'm probably not going to play Claypool. Um, even if he is healthy, if Juju's back in Deontay and he's talking about an injury, and you know it's a lot of targets, and they gave Najee 19 targets last week, I just don't, I just don't trust playing Claypool. So I would try to pivot. I would try to go ahead and start working the waiver wire now. Um, you got, you know, you got guys out there like Westbrook from um Tennessee. So you, you got some pivots to go off of. But I'm not playing Claypool if Juju and Deontay uh plays. What about our man? What about our man, the legend, James Washington? If there is no Deadpool, it's it's in a deeper league. Are, is that a, a, a route to look at? Because he, oddly enough, he gets a lot of work when he's the third option. But that's a healthy Big Ben. I, I don't trust it's it true, not true. with a healthy Big Big Ben. I don't think Big Ben can yeah. get James Washington the ball downfield. The guy yeah. that I think is going to get targets would be Najee Deontay Johnson. Um, yeah. And Big Ben, just, and just for some context, we know that Big Ben, he's not going to be 100% all season. Like, he, he's an old man who's brittle and banged up. But he was a full go at practice um, on Thursday and today. So, I, I mean, whatever that means, but he's still banged yeah, up. You know that much. <laughs> I, I do like this game to potentially be a high-scoring game, but I, I want to stress the fact. Actually, I don't even need to stress the word. I want to put it in air quotes, potentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that, that could be an ugly game. It, it probably will be. Taco, yeah. what, what are your thoughts on the Steelers and their wide receiver core? I mean, coming into the week, was Claypool not the only healthy one? I, I thought it was Juju and, and Johnson that I'd be worried about. For him to be showing up on the injury report now and him the only one not really participating on this Friday really kind of scares me. It also makes me think that this boy Juju might go off. Because Juju, he's low-key been pretty solid so far. And I think in his first game, he got a lot of targets. Uh, I know in the last game, Johnson got a good amount of targets. But I think that Juju and Johnson, if they're able to to just stay healthy and get on the field, I think they're they're good to go, you know, set it and forget it options where I think regardless, with no chase, they're going to be priority. And I think that, that sets up Najin daily. If you're telling me there's no chase and, and this is the setup, in daily, I'm kind of liking this opportunity that Najee might have this week. Well, I mean, the the Packers, this goes back like all the way back uh, to the Mike McCarthy era, like with, with, with Mike Penton at their, as their D.C. They finally canned his ass this season and got a new guy, but they still can't stop the run. I'm saying this dates back. So Najee is in play off top on the ground but if he's going to continue to get double digit targets i'm not going to say 19 but give him bro. 10 targets bro and they're I, all going to be very catchable passes because you know it's not like they really got him out there running crazy routes they got him out there just catching out of the backfield as a safety net yeah and i feel like i, I mean for... go ahead taco i was gonna say 10 catches for 30 yards is still points <laughs> oh and i i mean that 
that that's probably an understatement. Like, I mean, they're going to need to go so much underneath Najee. He could have 20 targets again because, I mean, we already know Green Bay, they're going to try to stop the run as much as possible. They got Jair Alexander out there. They're going to leave him on an island. Whoever he's going to be covering is probably going to be Deontay. And they're just going to try to shut down the run and force, you know, Juju, um, guys like that. But you know who I'm really high on this week? Pat Fryermuth. No, no. Fryermuth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that guy. Uh, flying pants, the hands. Tight end they got. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. he's a baller. That, that dude is a stud. He got a touchdown last week. Limited targets, though. Claypool is out, and he's going to get the kind of targets that Claypool would kind of normally get. Which will be the red zone or maybe even a third down look, like a possession look, because they're looking for, you know, Big Ben, he's really predictable in that sense, too, where he's like, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to look for the guy I can 50 50 it to. You know what I mean? And he's huge. All right, so I got a question for you guys. What is Ryan Tucker mute? If he throws three interceptions in this game, do we start to see Wayne Haskins? No. Not in in a big game against Green Bay. If he has three interceptions. Big Let's ben just say they're the they're going into if they're in the third quarter and Big Ben got three interceptions, you're down by like twenty one plus points. Well, that, that's that's a different story. Haskins? Yeah, that that's if you're different. down multiple possessions and and you're just like this is not your day, Ben. That's it. You know what I mean? They'll do that, but not like but okay, I the think, game, we're still early in the game. Like in a shutout scenario or like a multiple possession a uh, uh, deficit in the fourth round, uh, fourth quarter. Yeah, I could see that, Ben. But that's doesn't mean he's losing his job. That means it's not his day. Well, that, you know I mean? that, that to me also means that the wheel is spinning. Where At that point in time, if you're not going to let Ben go out there and down three touchdowns and go out there and do what he got to do to get his, his reps right, then that means you're starting to look at Haskins like, you know what, Ben, you may not have it. Haskins might be his time. Because Haskins I, has like, been like, the healthy like, scratch, though. Haskins is not even listed as the number two. Uh, who are they using, Mason Rudolph still? Yeah, the racist. Oh, that bastard. I mean, yeah. he could play. He played better than Ben so far. I mean, he got them to the playoffs or damn near the playoffs multiple years now. If it was a nine, if it was a nine and seven, I mean, if it was a seventh seed back in 2019, yes, the Steelers would have been that number seven team because they finished number seven in in that conference. So, but I'm not going to go. I'd still say that was all my man, the Duck. I just, you know what I mean? He actually came through for them, not the racist. You know, I'm saying. All right. Shout out to everyone who's uh, celebrating 420 on the East Coast. Let's get it. All right. Before we get into uh, the next uh, next segment that we got here, I got to remind everybody, and Corey shouted it out, so thanks for reminding me, bro. said, looking forward to that Clubhouse session tonight. All right. So if you guys don't know, if you guys don't have the Clubhouse app, go download it. Me and Bogart and uh, and and maybe Taco and TD. We'll we'll see if they can make it. But every single Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, we're going to be doing a clubhouse start and sit session. Probably going to last like an hour, maybe an hour and 15 at the most. But we're going to do this every Friday and uh, show some love to Clubhouse. Clubhouse, give me money. iPhone, give me money. <laughs> So it's not just the iPhone anymore. Android peeps can get on it too. So yep. yeah, you don't you don't just have to have an iPhone anymore. I like and it. I put, I put no the more link. clubhouse segregation. I like that. Look at that. We're knocking down barriers. Well, you know what's funny well, and, is one FaceTime one, jumped there too. Ooh. You can now so FaceTime with Android. 
Yeah. So once uh, it was like once it got integrated and opened up to everybody, when it stopped being segregated to the iPhones, that's when Clubhouse kind of got like less cool. I think yep. like re really weird, but we're gonna bring the cool factor back. That's what we're gonna do. You can't smell Man, cool club. without Clubhouse. <laughs> you know what? Clubhouse, I feel like started getting getting a little bit down when Twitter did the Twitter Spaces. Like that started becoming the thing a little, a little bit at least. That's where it started losing its fizzle. Like, did you see what Twitter Spaces now? You could do like um ticketed like uh, events and stuff. Uh uh I haven't I haven't messed with the Twitter Spaces at all. You know, of yeah, course they're doing ticketed events because this is a world where that's made for Bogart. I'm supposed to get paid to do everything. Bro. You know what I mean? Bro, I, 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 I just got approved for that, actually. I just got approved for awesome. that. Awesome. You got to pay that out. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I how the fuck they approved me. I'll do, I'll do stand-up shows, bro. Just, uh, there, there we go. <laughs> all right, here's a good question from my man uh, David. Shout out to the 420 crew. He said, I just picked up your boy Pat Fryermuth from my bench. Would I uh, should I start him or Noah Fant? And he said Noah 18, 18 deep life. <laughs> Noah Fant all day. Fan, <laughs> How you gonna bench yeah. And I, if I wouldn't even look if, if this was a, a a a different type of question like who does like to stream at tight end, I would look at my man Walt Disney, the the creator of of Disney, bruh. Because there's no Gerald Everett. Uh, no Everett, yeah. I like Gerald Everett, Everett, Everett has been doing so good, right? This season he's been like killing it and getting a lot of targets and stuff. Yeah, but this is a different No, you mean no, but you mean no, but yeah. This is one of those joints where you have a banged up Metcalf, a banged up Tyler Lockett, you know what I mean? And uh the Niners are susceptible to the tight end position. We're we're susceptible to everything in the past game right now, <laughs> to be honest with you. This, Next this thing is gonna say is that. Might as well take a shot on Evan Ingram because you know Slayton and Shepard. I just up. picked him up because people dropped him and I like with it. no Slayton. But this is no. Listen, you gotta start doing the fantasy math. Once you start Absolutely. fantasy subtracting a, 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 a Slayton and a, and a, and a Shepard, you know what I mean? That equals some ugly Evan Ingram, bro. Listen, and, I was and, telling and people, what, what with, I was telling people, fuck with CJ Uzama last week or last night because there's no. There was no Higgins. I'll tell you this. And you're right. The one the one thing that Matthew Barry um really introduced that I feel like is so underrated is the word game flow. Game flow is so fucking true. Because in a yeah. blowout game, guess what? Those garbage time points matter. Those garbage time points are look at, at LaVisca mm -hmm. Chanel even with with with, with Chark going down the game yeah, flow he changed was... and he blew the fuck up. But but here no, no a better example in that game is James Robinson. While while the while the game is in hand for them, James Robinson's getting active early in the second early in the third quarter. They tie the game up. James Robinson's not existent now because due to game flow. You know what I mean? How was how was anybody? And this is what's crazy. So like, shout out to James Co. He's got some good takes. But he made a, he made a post on Twitter and he was like, I can't believe I told somebody to not start James Robinson. Like, I don't know how oh, that wasn't, oh, like, the obvious. That? Yeah, that was, like, I mean, he was the most obvious start if you had him out of all the injuries but and everything. Who was the other you option? You must be in an 18 league. Yeah, you got to be in an 18 yeah, league. He, he probably like had a, another option that was better. But like, I mean, you have to, I, you have, to have a, two or three options that are better than him to so sit him. 
we should expect running backs in the flex. Th- th- this was my this was my breakdown. I actually called Hustle last night on this. I said, I said, man, the the Jaguars are so young because even they, they have a rookie head coach. They're so young minded that they can't like their their first fifteen scripted plays are okay. That next ten, because you know a team will go in for anywhere from twenty five to thirty scripted plays, right? Like, and then they get yep. into the second half, it's ass. Because there's he's still learning how to coach too. That's he can't, he's not making proper adjustments. Look at Zach Taylor for what it's worth. He's been they beating pro- good teams. They they, they think- made proper adjustments at the half. Came out swinging. Do you think that he was just so like fuck? I wasn't even expecting to be in this position at halftime. Like they were probably expected to be down. They probably weren't thinking it was going to be a close game or they'd be you know tied. I think they're the guys. Who look at who look at like they pull up the Vegas shit, put it on the bulletin board. We're favored to lose, guys. Not in my mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they are used to winning. They have to get used to losing. They they go in this thing, think they're gonna win. That's why their their first 15 plays are actually executed well. You know what I mean? Then then they get behind in the game and it's ass. They did now now this they have to learn the hard way. They, they've never been both of these guys. Uh, the head coach and quarterback for the Jags. They've never been in losing situations like this. You know what I mean? So and Lawrence it's a, didn't look terrible last night. No, he Lawrence didn't. Looks like he's getting better. Like, it looks like he wants to get hurt though too. It also it does make it easier when you're missing when you're missing your best safety and when you're missing your number two cornerback. I mean that, that makes things a little easier. Yeah, uh, but this good season is about to get real, boys. Oh, oh, hope y'all didn't I'm cut, so him, pissed I I dropped, cut him in one league. I did. I, I dropped him so in one league. <laughs> you angry cut him? That's an angry cut for sure. No, I, I forget who it was for, but it was for someone who I think I even asked you about it, and you were like, yeah, probably Chanel. I forget who it was. It, I, mean, oh, I, wouldn't, I would have advised against that. I'm a Chanel guy. <laughs> no, it was somebody It was somebody really good, though. Okay. I, I had I had Disca starting last night in um, uh, fishball. And I had, I had a basic mixing. So I was like, yeah, buddy. I'm 3-0 right now going for that 4-0. Man, Robinson, he's saving me in the fishbowl right now. I think I got him in like seventh or eighth round, you know, something crazy like yeah. that. He's oh, making yeah. up for pits. Yep. All right, let's get into the next thing here. And the stinky actually, pits. Yeah, he's very stinky right now. Need some yeah, deodorant for sure real guy. quick. All right. Uh, so I we don't have to – yeah, oh, we don't so stinky. <laughs> so we don't have to comment on this at all. Uh, MVS he missed practice for the third straight day, so I think we can pretty much uh, say he's not going to play this week. You're really not starting anybody except for uh, Rogers, Adams, and Jones, anyways. Uh, you don't think this gets this? This is like a absolute oh, bump to Tunyon. Tunyon, yeah, 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 yeah. my bad. That yeah, Tunyon. Well, it's other still side. a bad matchup though <laughs> for Tunyon. It's not that yeah. bad. The Steelers. This Mika, I mean, Mika's all right in coverage. Small sample size, but yeah, I mean, Steelers have been giving up a decent amount of points to the tight end so far. You're right, actually. Foster I mean, they, Monroe, the island of Foster how Monroe. How did AJ Dillon do last week? He's still think, getting limited he's work. Got, he's got limited work, but you know what he's doing? Fucking taking away from Aaron Jones. That it, it, it's not even like it, yeah. he just it, he he makes it unviable. That sucks. That's annoying. He's on, he's on a Jamal Williams tip, for, but like just a little bit lower, because at least Williams oh, a lot was lower, a lot lower. Jamal Williams so, was. Aaron last, Jones had to beat out Jamal Williams for that job. All right, so here it goes. AJ Dillon's uh, snap counts: Week one, twenty-eight uh, percent. 
Week two, 29%. Week three, 29%. Jones, week one, 49%. Week two, 69%. Week three, 73%. Yeah, and that's where that's where he's going to live. You know what I mean? But actually, so, so I'll rephrase what I said because Aaron Jones always lived in the 70 percentile of snaps. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I this think is kind of par for the course. You don't remember when Williams started getting 50? Yeah, like it, yeah. it got really close to a 50-50 yeah, split right. at one point for it was a couple like, games. Because he, 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 uh, uh, throughout 2019, I think Aaron Jones averaged 13 carries a game. So, yes, you're right. The splits were – but you got to remember this too. In, 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 in 2019, right, There's there, uh, uh, he missed three games, right? He also mm-hmm. missed time in 2020. So in, in those games, Jamal Jamal Williams gets it all. He doesn't share with nobody. You know what I mean? So that's what, the that's thing, the allure they, they, of AJ they, Dillon. They, if anything happens, yep. if anything happens to Jones, AJ Dillon gets one hundred percent of it. You know what I mean? But the other yeah. thing, the other thing is when they had Williams there with Green or or Jones, I should say, they would throw the ball more to Williams. There was more designed play because, to get him the ball. Here's the thing, according to PFF, and this is this was ever since his rookie year. At the position, Jamal Williams, top five in pass pro, top five graded, yeah. right? And yeah. so when you're going hurry up, you know what I mean? You're not going to sub anybody out. It was Jamal Williams because yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers trusted him. So, like, mm-hmm. th- that's where the, you know, the four-minute, two-minute drills, That's it was Jamal Williams. And that's right, why now- Jamal Williams to this day still gives you value. Oh, Yeah. When you pat when you get when you're that good in pass pro, you're gonna stay on the field. They need to protect the QB. All right, how about let's switch it over to the Colts. Now, let me see. Who do the Colts play this week? They play uh the Dolphins. Now, first off, this is gonna be a shit show. Now, here's why. Quentin Nelson, he's ruled out. That's the left guard. Braid uh Braden Smith, that's the right tackle. He's out. Rocky Sin, he's their top quarterback, cornerback. He's out. Kyrie Willis. Yeah. Kyrie Willis. That's their starting strong safety. He's out. Quiddy Pay, the rookie defensive end. He's out. Colts, I think are going to get demolished in this back game. Back up the truck, Huss. Back, back <laughs> up the dump truck. <laughs> we got to fire everybody up on uh, on Miami. Gaskin season. <laughs> Gaskin Waddle is going to fucking eat. In this game, um, and the defense, if you were thinking about a streamer and Miami was one of those fringe, you know, defensive streamer, get them to stream. I think Carson Wentz is going to get sacked. In Benito in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> part of my Spanish. I'm not, I'm not of the Spaniel. Is, um, is Will Fuller going to play this week? No, right? Will Fuller, you mean Will Offuller? <laughs> you know it. Because if let you're me, not playing, check. talking about just Parker, I think that you're right. This might this might be a a, a game where Waddle can go off. Listen, man, Waddle's been going off. He's he's on pace for 125 catches right now. How many touchdowns? Three. Okay, so Will Fuller full go at practice. Uh, anyone who is worried about okay. Jerome Baker. Um, he's full go. Uh, Xavier Howard was a full go. Really, everybody that they had on the practice report is a full go. Hey, they're so, going yeah, con- to win, man. They're going to continue their takeaway streak like, for sure. 
Oh yeah. I, I'll be honest, man. The Dolphins look like shit, though. Like they look like shit. That game that they played versus Oakland was like two teams that Oakland didn't want to win. Like, bro, bro, did you Oakland see those plays that they were at the end of the game? That final run that that they ran on fourth down to get reset in the end zone. I'm just watching it like it's like. Is that the Raiders' plan? So Is bad. that their plan? Hold on. It takes like if if, if it's a good team, so you can hear Chucky now. Hey guys, these guys are a really good mm. team. We're gonna have to take them in five quarters, huh? When we get to that fifth quarter, yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> this is his plan, that's bro. what happened to the Ravens. That's what yes. happened to the Dolphins. They, they beat then, the Chiefs in overtime, or did they go to? Uh, no, no, no. They beat they the Steelers. Beat they beat the Steelers in, in regulation, but the Steelers were beat up. So you know what I mean. Like uh, Hustler actually pointed this out on on Real Fantasy Playmakers last Wednesday. He said, "Hey, you know they everyone they beat had something wrong with them. You know what I mean? The Raiders are fugazi." <laughs> I can't wait till the Chargers show oh, yeah. the world that they're fugazi. Yeah, I think. Man, yeah, listen, I hope the I hope the Raiders beat them. I hope the Raiders beat them. I want. Well, I, I want can't wait till Tuesday morning. Game. I can't wait till Tuesday morning on this show. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see who is right. <laughs> That's gonna be a fun one. I, said, I hope they win. Sure. That they are gonna win. <laughs> right, well, TD, why don't you chime in on the Dolphins if you're out of the matrix now? Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Waddle, um, I love Waddle. Um, I love Will Fuller. So I actually plan on later in the season playing Will Fuller and Waddle together, and I think they can be a league-winning tandem because this is deep plays. Like Waddle and Fuller, Fuller I know Waddle is being used like a Cole Beasley, so they, that even makes me even more excited about him because I thought he was just going to be like a deep threat guy. So now that I know he can get bombarded with targets, I like them. So I'm going to use Will Fuller and Waddle in the flex together. I think that's a lot of upside. So I just want to advise people, if you can get Will Fuller and Waddle, play them in your flex because one of those guys can boom any game, even with percent yep. in the game. Yep. And, and, and Waddle, into that, it, Waddle it might be. Go ahead. Go ahead, Taco. Get it. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, two two wide receivers from the same team, a lot of people shy away from that because they're like, oh, I got two guys on the same team. I got some Mike Williams, Keenan Allen teams, and I'm loving it, bro. Same exact thing. I got Mike Mike Williams and Keenan Allen on the same team. I play them both. I don't care that they're both on the same I, team. I think there's a, uh, somebody – think, think it's a buddy from CBS Sports. He calls it the friendship method. <laughs> 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 when you have two receivers from the same team. And so uh, Waddle, I mean, he he might be like Jarvis Landry was, you know, back in the day. But if he's throwing up 120, you know, to 130 receptions, you know, that's going to be a good Ooh, season either I way. Like that. He's like new Jarvis for them because he was the greatest yak guy coming out of this draft class, in my opinion. Listen yeah, to I mean, these. Listen, listen to his stats for the first three weeks. So week one, four receptions, 61 yards. Uh, he had the touchdown in week one. Week two, six receptions for 48 yards. And then in week three, uh, 12 receptions for 58 yards. So I'm talking so about. So he's not getting yards. No, no he's, not, he's not getting the yak yet. I bet you his A dot. I bet you his A dots hella. Uh, well, first of all, you know why he's not getting the yak because they're they're stuffing the box. They're stacking the box. So everything short is, is already it's already crowded. You know what I mean? Because th- there's no respectable passer there under center, whether whether it's the tuna fish or the, the meat slab. 
uh, fucking the grilled beef brisket. You might as well call him a running back because the the, the target that the targets that he's getting are like exactly like what a running back gets. So he's he's not like a Jarvis Landry yet, then, because the yak hasn't showed up. And I'm glad you pointed no, that out. James White right now, <laughs> right nah, now, he's not James even, White. <laughs> not even, man. James right, James White. Well, actually, yeah, you know what? I like that because at least it, they were they are running routes. Yeah, his longest uh, reception of the year so far is uh, is only 36 yards, and that uh, that came in the in the very first week. Since then, his long in. Uh, in week two was 14, and then his long um, this past week was nine. So, I so got he's not getting any yet. After seeing what we've seen so far from the Dolphins and knowing that they have an owner that's interested in Watson, is this the team that makes the play for Watson before the deadline? Because, I mean, we've seen it. the quarterback. The quarterback play here is trash. I've and been saying this it. is a team that is a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender, realistically speaking. I think we might be looking at a Kaepernick, Tebow, like, situation, like, type here going on. And uh, a lot – I mean, so much is up in the air. Like, you know what's funny with Tebow? They blackballed him for being a Jesus freak. That's what they did to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest. Yeah, and plus he couldn't throw the ball. But, I mean, that's besides the uh, point. Come on, he I'm was sorry, a running I'm back. Yeah. All he does is win. It doesn't matter. Listen, it's just as good as Lamar Jackson. He just oh, I'm, I'm not mad. I love Tim Tebow. That's blasphemy. I, I love. I, I can't agree with that, but <laughs> I will. I will say, Lamar Jackson and MVP Tim Tebow—they're just—they're also they're just, you know what they have in common? They're freak athletics. You know what I mean? Like they're they're freak athletes. Well, I mean, let's be so real. I, I think Lamar Jackson is a better thrower of the football than Tim Tebow, but you know, Doobie Brown can't catch oh the my. ball. I want to bring. I want to. This is a callback <laughs> because you actually compared. Yeah. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Yeah, Taco's finally come around. Dimes. Hold on, Taco spoke of Danny Dimes and Mike Vick and Lamar Jackson in the same con conversation. Listen, listen, Vanilla Vick got wheels. Don't disrespect. <laughs> you know what? I like. I used to get mad when people would try to call. Yes, thank you. When people used to try to call Josh Allen Vanilla Vic, I was like, it doesn't make sense because you know he's more like the white Cam. Newton. He was more like the white Cam Newton. You know what I mean? Because they're big right. guys. I can get I, I I actually vibe with the vanilla Vic title for Danny Dimes. You know what I mean? He's so fast. How he's is it because fast. he's is he that is he that fast? I mean, I know he's not as fast as Vic, but are we saying that he's the fastest white quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> yes, he might be the fastest white quarterback ever. Imitation <laughs> Hill needs to go take a race. 
But Taysom Hill ain't a quarterback. But Taysom Hill, isn't he like half? I thought he's like half. Justin Herbert Herbert is fast. Yeah, but. Yeah, and so is Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is fast, too. Hey, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert, they're they're six foot six. They run like gazelles. We got a campaign that to get all the white quarterbacks to have like a, a race against each other. Run the <laughs> Let's see it. That would and be you, hilarious. And you know who's gonna win? And you know who's gonna win? Tom Brady. Because he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna trip everybody before they come out. Like, What's <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna lube that fucking racetrack with avocado grease. <laughs> <laughs> Avocados from Mexico. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's see. Um, okay, for the Titans, AJ Brown, Julio Jones officially out for the week. I've been talking about Jeremy McNichols and how if you're deep diving in a league and you need to pick up a running back who's going to get a lot of catches, he's going to be that dude this week. Also, wait a minute, Hustle, a why you there. say that? Because I need to. Know, why would you say Jeremy? Because Derek Henry's going to be there. Don't you think they lean on him for thirty carries? They they are, but they get Jeremy um, McNichols involved like strictly for passes. They might even be on the field at the exact same time. I mean, we're talking about them being down their top two wide receivers. I mean, let me see who's uh, who's next on the. There was a third. There's a third wide receiver that I I, I just added Josh Reynolds because I think I think Westbrook is going to offer low key um, upside because if both these guys are out. And you consider that he's in you know, less than 10%, you know less sucks, than 5% rosterage? I don't That's know awesome. anything about those players' skill sets, so it's hard for me to judge. You like, what is, what is Westbrook? Is he a field stretcher? Is he a route runner? Does he have, is he an X receiver in the making? Like, I don't know anything about him. Do you I like, just throw is? him in my he's fucking volume. lineup? <laughs> he's yeah, but volume. which ball? He's number though. three, and he gets – but, no, but which volume I mean, is he going to get? Is he going to get the A.J. Brown type of volume? Is he going to – you know what I mean? Like, is there even volume there to be had? Right. No. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so what is he? Is he going to splash play? They are going to stack the box like, like shit because that's all they really got, right? So they're going to keep – they might keep. Eight well, let me, every time. Is, and let me, let me give the McNichols, uh, the McNichols stats. Uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. So uh, in week one, he had four targets, three receptions, 24 yards, uh, had a couple rushes too. And then uh, in week two, uh, three receptions for 26 yards. And then in week three, he had one reception for 10 yards, but it went for a TD. What about the Westbrook dude? I have no yeah, idea who he was when I saw him. I'm intrigued by Westbrook because they have yeah. no the first two receivers is out. I don't think Josh Reynolds is going to get bombarded with targets. So I right. think Westbrook has upside. Only reason yep. is because the New York Jets. Any yep. other team, I would say, no, yep. I'm, I'm only playing Derrick Henry. But yep. just because it's the Jets, why can't yep. this Westbrook guy do something? That's yep. that's what I would say to you, Bogart. Yep. Who cares about his skill set? He's playing the Jets. Yep. That's a yep. good point. And it's that, a game where they have done. nobody. I didn't, was, I didn't know his name. What's his name? Nick something, Nick, right? Nick Westbrook. Yeah, like he was three names. He was the leading receiver last week too. Four for yep. fifty three and a touchdown. Okay, so, so yeah, he is. I'm, I'm so definitely he's an firing him up guy. in some deeper leagues. Okay, I like it. I like it. TD sold me, man. It is the Jets, bro. And they're gonna. And I just said too, they gonna stack the box eight deep every time. So there's yep. gonna. You know what this is? They, this is um this is game flow plus fantasy math. The fantasy math is you're talking about two huge targets being out, meaning as an absence of of of, of playmaking. It's gotta happen early. And what though. that means is, yeah. Well, 
You I know mean, what? But you know what though? Yeah, Actually, this game might low-key be competitive because Tennessee let's, let's yeah. not act like Tennessee Titans defense is, is that great. No, you know I mean nope, they haven't been. And if you look at what their offensive line has been doing, um Tannehill has been getting sacked and beat up so far, too. So this is a game where the Jets defense, you know, Salah, Saleh, whatever he wants to go by, you need to step the fuck up because he's well, awesome. Awesome. Like, you know I, what I, mean? I disagree with that, Taco. He don't have the talent right now. He he's a great defensive coordinator for but it doesn't look good. And that's the here's the problem though. It doesn't look like the, the whole team look the offense looks bad. And it's not even that it looks bad, it's that we're not improving. It's not getting better. Is it's like Taylor still hurt you're too? stuck. Yeah, it still looks like last year, and you brought in a whole new uh, coaching staff and everything like that. You can't be looking like Adam Gase's well, like squad. I, I get it, but Taco, this is what I say real quick. Um, my Cowboys, when Jerry Jones got there in '88 and '89, mm-hmm. when we drafted Troy Aikman and we drafted Michael Irvin, we won <laughs> two games, two games. But that was a turnaround, so you have to mm-hmm. be able to. So I want to wait for to see who they're going to draft and mm-hmm. how they're going to how the rookies and mm-hmm. stuff going to progress. Uh, well, I'm worried about I'm, wor- I'm personally thing. worried about Zach Wilson. I think that they could be stunting his growth by putting him mm. in these bad situations because you're literally doing the same thing you did to him that you did to Sam Darnold, and we saw no, it. Once Sam left the Jets, he looked better. Oh, you know what? This is a good correlation. Like how 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 is it that you, the the Panthers? in three years can get more around of Teddy Bridgewater than bring Sam Darnold and have a better situation than the Jets who consistently had all these Because it's great. Because those are good bad. coaches. Those are good coaches. That's why. Like, we're but dealing the Jets with turned down that dude. They were, were going to have that's a their bad. That guy. That's their bad, right? So now, now the here, worst of the worst. Bring in, here's the thing with Zach, with Zach Wilson. He has a rookie head coach, and he's a rookie QB for starting from week one. It's the same situation, arguably – I mean, not even arguably, but it's just worse than Jacksonville. But these – this that's the problem right now is that the structure's not there for these young QBs because they're all learning together. You know what I mean? So you, this, there's going to be growing pains. But the per, TD but psychologically, that could ruin that could ruin him. Yeah. I mean, look, let's get, to, let's get to the next one with what the Bears are talking about. Like they're psychologically mm-hmm. fucking their rookie QB up right now. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it happens. Like we see it happen in plain day. It's like you put a guy in such adverse situations time after time after time, and then you have a media out here in New York that's gonna beat up on him mentally. At a certain point in time, you look at Sam Darnold. He threw a trade party. He was so fucking happy to get out of here. Why? Because he knew he's gonna get better the second he leaves. Hey, did you but see that? Depends on how you built. It depends on how you built. Remember, Peyton Manning threw what twenty picks. So, but but he that, has a that organization a is just better. The Jets have been bad since Rex Ryan left. They've been bad for a decade. Coach was really bad before Peyton got there. It was terrible. So mm-hmm. I, I just feel like you gotta. If, but Polian was think, good. Uh, Zach Wilson has like a very big ego, and I like that because you can handle this. So I like to see him keep throwing the ball downfield. That lets mm-hmm. me know he's not withered. So once he's throwing yeah. like checking down all the time, then I'm gonna be worried. But to me, get that out your system. Learn the, the separation of the receivers and the cornerbacks at this level. Yeah, it's, right, a, it's, a, it's a chemistry. All right, that's but. enough Jets talk. That's enough Jets talk. Uh, Elijah Moore, he is out this week, and Crowder, he's expected to play. We'll see what happens. And Bogart, it's I know you announced Crowder. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go in like three minutes. Yep, so here you go. I want to get this one in here for you just so you can uh, mix in on this. So the for the Bears – 
Dalton, uh, Andy Dalton has come back. He's limited in practice. Then the co and um, they wanted to make sure he has to a fire crotch for a beard. Oh yeah, and uh, Nagy loves him because uh, he said the starting QB is going to be a game time decision. But they did make sure to mention Nick Foles will not be a participant in that decision. Yeah, and, and this I have a real big problem with this because, listen, man, you have Andy Dawn. He's he's getting limited so he could be the backup to your young QB who you need to teach adversity to. Not like he goes up against, you know, Miles Garrett and company and gets destroyed, and that's not his fault entirely. It's also the play caller's fault because they came out. Shout out to Fornicator. You know, he, he out there in Chicago. He told me locally they talking about how – Nagy is keeping it hush hush. Who's going to be the play caller? Like that because you know why they're tired of getting embarrassing each other. Whoever the play every week they're switching it off. Whoever's calling the plays is a bum, dude. Like it, maybe it's the playbook. They're destroying that kid, man. And, and, and you better put him in there against Detroit because this is a get right game right here. Detroit they don't have the crazy pass rush, even though they've been in a lot of these games. They just that you know what I mean they don't have the crazy pass rush. That, that 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 the Browns had, you know what I mean. So I like Justin Fields. They better they better start him, bro. Nah, you need to keep Justin Fields on the bench right now. That team is a shit show, and you can hurt the kid. That's the la- they had. They sacked him nine times. Whether they it's don't understand how he use him, whether they can't, pre- bro. Like they were saying, it was five man. It was Miles Garrett. Bro, it was five. But hold on, it was five man protect. Peyton Manning was talking about it. Eli Manning was talking about it. It's five-man protections. You at no point are you putting extra men in there to protect this kid. It was all play. Court. It was all you know what's team. funny? They, they got, got a million tight ends over there. Ain't none of them. They got a million tight ends over there. Ain't none of them can, can step up and, and help block. For real. It's all bad. Not but even, not, they, can't even, they can't even play take, calling. But bro. you can't even take a tight end out and put an offensive lineman in there and get six. Yeah, so people. that's his fault. Sacked. That's not, once you get that's sacked not five Justin Fields' fault. You're right. That's not Justin Fields' fault. That coaching staff is going to get him killed. He's going to come out hurt. Listen, man. For everybody everybody who didn't see it, go on social media and search Miles Garrett and go look at the move that he put on the offensive lineman. Like, there's no stopping him. That guy is a beast when he was in his zone, and he was in the zone. Mason, bro. (laughs) 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 He couldn't. Nine sacks. Nine. Call Andy Dalton Listen. up. We ain't getting this kid hurt. <laughs> Listen, man, they have dynamic with him under center. This and and you can get creative with dynamic. the RPO. He's the guy that could actually run the RPO. And that's the other the thing. But that's option. the other thing. They 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 weren't they were running the same playbook and same play calls if Andy Dalton was behind center and then exactly. If this is what the if this is that's what the coaching staff is doing, said, then there's no way they should that's be playing why I the pointed because out, they don't know what they're doing. That's why I pointed out the fact that they're they're keeping a hush who's going to call the plays right now. Because yeah. at least if, if it's Bill Lazor, if, if it's Bill Lazor, they're going to run Lazor. more. And that's what we want as as Montgomery truthers, for at least speaking for myself. If I'm the GM, they, that's what they need to do I'm for the, the rookie. They need to run the ball. 
I, I go down to the coach. I say, Justin Fields is not an option for you, at least for the next couple of weeks. Get this fucking offensive line fixed out. Figure out your fucking playbook. Because you, know you put him out there on the – You should have had all of this figured out by now. The fact that Call Matt Nagy. Game, you're allowing nine sacks and you're running the same shit. And like you said, they weren't running him. They weren't hold doing on, things. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Siri, call Ryan Pays. I don't have his number. It's just shit. He should be sitting him. TD, get it, get in on this uh, subject before we change subjects. Yeah. Um. I, oh yeah. My bad. I, Hold I'm on, not TD. A big I got. I got to take off, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Before okay. TD rocks. Hey man, y'all have a good one. You know what I'm saying? Yep. F- FNT. Hey, we getting it. Yep. Peace yeah. out. I, I'm not a big advocate for firing coaches in the middle of the year. I actually didn't think Nagy was really that bad. I thought he just didn't have the right quarterback and that they put Mitchell Trubisky on him. But now that I'm finding out, Matt Nagy is clueless. Why you didn't run any RPOs or quarterback choice with Justin Fields? And, you can't you know, have the uh, same playbook. Yeah, it, it, it was crazy. So I get what you're saying. So both of y'all are right, Bogart. I mean, uh, uh, Taco. Bogart is mm-hmm. right, too. Um, they should have a better game script and play Justin Fields. But if they're going to do what they going to call those dumbass plays, then no, you don't put that guy in the game and make him take that type of punishment. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think Matt Nagy should be fired in the, within the mm-hmm. next two weeks if I don't mm-hmm. see a better game plan for Justin mm-hmm. Fields. And I mm-hmm. say that because why, why I'm putting on Justin Fields with Andy Dalton there? Because I've seen it in the NFL week. It's, it's quarterbacks that's less than Justin Fields that play better. So – I need Matt Nagy to have a better game script or fire him and just get on moving forward into the future. And another person that needs to be fired is um, Jason Garrett from the Giants. What he's doing play calling-wise with that team is atrocious. Like he's, It's better he's, this year, I, though. It's better this year. It's better this year, but it's still not good enough to be an NFL um, offensive coordinator. He, he can go to college. Go to college. You suck. We cannot be scoring less than 14 points consistently. 14, 17, 28. No, we need to fucking move this ball. We need to get some points. The defense is playing good, but we can't score. And then, obviously, we've had some mishaps like the Slayton drop and everything else like that. But I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of Jason Garrett. Like, this is too long now. Last year, we had the same issues with an offense that can't move the ball, that's not creative, that's not doing things, putting people in motion. We look like we're a college offense that doesn't understand what's going on because we're playing in the pros. So that to me is not worth it. Well, Dan Curley Shepard. He come from the Cowboys and he's calling that old school Emmitt Smith offense. Yep. And it, yep. it ran Zeke in the ground. It ran mm-hmm. DeMarco Murray in the ground. And it is running uh, Saquon in the ground. But he's going to fuck Saquon. Year, he's getting Saquon out in space. If he can continue to do that, and I think Daniel Jones can have start picking it up later on in the season. So I just want to see playing better. Saquon. As far as this week goes, um, doesn't I mean Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton not at practice? I don't think either one of them are going to play. Um, you playing anybody, Taco? Um, I mean, I, I think Saquon Barkley has got to be a go. But uh, out, outside of Saquon Barkley, who else are you starting from the Giants? I think that this might be the week that I would actually give Kenny Galladay a go, just because I'm assuming that he's going to have to be a focal point of this game plan, and maybe instead of like what we're currently doing where they're just running out, we can run some design plays to get people the ball and try to let them use their talent. Because at the end of the day, 
Yes, scheme matters, but also talent matters. And get your guys in a situation where they could do something. He's a talented player. You got to get him the ball. And that's all he's basically been, been saying, I feel like, in the way he, you know, on the sidelines and everything is acting. For the most part, you know what? He's been a great contested catch guy. Give him a shot. Let him, you know what? It's not always going to be like what what a quarterback considers open and what Kenny Galladay considers open is two different things because we know he's made some great contested catches where it's like he's not open. Oh, shit, he is. But Stafford was able to get him the ball where he can make a play on it. And that's what Daniel Jones has to do. So is that going to be the game? I'm hoping so. If I'm a fantasy drafter, I've spent enough capital on Galladay that unless I have some really good options, I'm going to probably play him this week because everything trends for him being halfway useful. So Galladay would probably give a go. Barkley I would give a, a, a go. And um, Kadarius Tony is a guy that I might pick up off the waiver wire. And I'm not going to start him, but I'm going to maybe hold on to him at the end of, end of my bench because if this is a lingering issue with some of these guys being out consistently and he's able to do something, he might be an interesting play. Now, TD, before I let you chime in here, I got to remind everybody that Kenny Galladay is going up against Marshawn Lattimore. So that is um, – he, he's got a really tough matchup this week. Um, so, TD, I want to get your unbiased thoughts on uh, Kenny Galladay and the Giants. Yeah, um, I think Kenny Galladay, you have to play him for the touchdown upside this week. I think he gets some uh, touchdown, like green zone touches, like the fade ball, the way we used to do with Dez Bryant on the Cowboys, so they have to use him like that. But uh, another guy, I like Evan Ingram this this week. I really do. I like Evan Ingram. If you can't use Evan Ingram this week, then when are you going to be the <laughs> <laughs> pro bowler? Remember that? He was a pro bowler last year. Yeah. Yeah, that pro bowl stuff don't matter now. It, that, that don't matter. How many That's people turned down the Pro Bowl at the tight end before he got it? Hey, 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 you can't get that sound if you're a Pro Bowler. <laughs> get the bring Let the league in drops. Instead. How you lead the league in drops and you uh go to the Pro Bowl? That's not me. That's 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 ownership and whoever makes those decisions. He made it. <laughs> yeah. And you know uh and what is it? Uh Gronk, I mean he was probably the favorite, but since I went to the Super Bowl, right? You wouldn't go to the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, also with um, with Gronk. Did you see the news I just broke on him? What um, I saw that he was practicing. What's the new news? I saw that he was going to be doubtful for um, this game on Sunday. Oh, let me see here. Yeah, with the reunion looming in Foxborough, Rob Gronkowski is officially listed as doubtful with a rib injury. Gronk returned to mm. the game last week, but status is in doubt. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I think this is a game where we could definitely be seeing um, if there's no Gronkowski and you're talking about the, what is it, Giovanni Bernard, more than likely he's probably not going to play this week. He's officially out also. He's officially out also. This is a game. Lenny might be of interest. Yep. And uh, Antonio Brown and Cameron Bray. Tacos in the Matrix. We'll let you tap back in as soon as, uh, as soon as you get back here. But yeah, that was the next thing that we were going to be talking about. So glad that news uh, came up. Yeah. So Gronk. I mean, if you're doubtful on a Friday, you're pretty. I mean, you're sitting like doubtful as you're pretty much out. Um, I wonder why they didn't rule him out though. It's very, uh, very weird. And then another piece of news that came in here real recently. TD, what do you think about Curtis Samuel? Coming off the IR, um, him and Gibson both practicing. Gibson, he's um, 
He's questionable. He's got that shin injury now. Yeah, um, Curtis Samuel, I think he's going to take away targets from uh, Diami Brown, um, Logan Thomas, and Antonio Gibson. And I hate to say that, but I think Antonio Gibson go goes more to his bell cow row. He gets 20 touches again. Um, they don't have to worry about him using him in the pass game. Um, J.D. McKissick is going to be there, too. But uh, Curtis Samuel is going to get manufactured targets. The reason why is to follow the money. I don't got to look at the game plan or game script or call the coach. He's getting paid a lot of money. So they're going to implement him in the game. Now, it's his first week, so he may not get a lot, and I might not start him. So I wouldn't start him, but I would just pay attention to the game. But uh, next week, you definitely going to start him because um, he's just he's a high-paid receiver. Yep, and he's so he's been activated off the IR, so you're not probably got to move him out of your IR spot uh, today or tomorrow or whenever you need to make a move. I know that's going to need to happen. And uh, yeah, who does Washington play this week? They play the Falcons. So I don't know. I, I, he could take one big one to the house. I mean, a guy like Curtis Samuel really only needs one big one. And the Falcons, they've been uh, they've been real doo doo lately. That's for sure. Yes. Everyone was kind of freaking out about Lamar Jackson because uh, he didn't practice on Wednesday, didn't practice on Thursday. And the coach uh, yesterday was like, I'm pretty sure that uh, I'm pretty damn sure that he's going to play and then comes back out and uh, and he's a full go. What, what do you what, what do you want to tell people who freak out about Wednesday and Thursday practices? Well, this is what I would say. It's OK. Any other play, I would say, yeah, you'd be worried about it. But listen, guys, Lamar Jackson is a hybrid player. He's different. He's going to get maintenance work like a running back. So maintenance, he's not going to play on Monday. Why would you uh, ask him to practice on Monday? Yeah, he needs to throw to get the camaraderie with the receivers. But he's been taking, like, what? How many carries did he get, uh, Hustler? Uh, 15? Let me check here. What did he get in the last week? He had seven. Seven. And and reason why that, they probably only gave him seven because I think he was a little banged up with his hip from the week before. So I just think it's just maintenance. That's all. They just want him to be healthy because they know um, when they will need to win a game, he's going to have to take over the game with his legs. That's why I, – and I want to tell people about Tyson Williams. Tyson Williams didn't have a lot of work because they wasn't running the QB choice with Lamar. They didn't want Lamar to take any, a lot of hits that week. So that's why they threw it more, and they, the game plan was focused on throwing. So it's just a maintenance. Don't, I'm not worried about Lamar. Unless you see Lamar come out the game, then you be worried. Or a soft tissue injury like hamstring growing. But other than that, just him missing practice, don't worry about that. He's like a running back. Yep. he was. Uh, it was the week before where he had 16 carries. So, yeah, first two okay. weeks okay. he had a bunch of carries. Yeah, last week I think they were trying to take it easy on him a little bit. Yep. I mean, that's yep. what I think. Yep, uh, I agree. All right, let's see. Next piece of news here. Uh, Dalvin Cook, so he's officially questionable for Sunday's game, but he's been back at practice the whole week, says he feels good. Um, he Is he a full go for you? Uh, yes, you got him, You especially in fantasy. If he's healthy, I'm playing him. But, again, I don't want to get off subject. This is why I go zero RB. If I got Dalvin Cook on my team, I do not want to be like, man, should I play him? Man, it, oh, my God, did I draft Alexander Madison? Like that's a lot, man. And he's too you you took a, you took him in the first round. So I it just you gotta deal with it. So uh hopefully he comes back and he plays really good this week. But if he don't, um hopefully you can got a, a guy that you can go to uh other unless you got Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison is a key play if you don't uh if Davin Cook doesn't play. 
And going up against the Cleveland Browns, so I even said it on my start sit video. Of course, you're you're starting cook, you know, no matter what. But I'd pump the brakes on Madison a little bit. We're talking about one of the best run Ds, you know, in the league right now, and giving up, I believe, the third fewest points to running backs as of right now. So this is not lining up as a good matchup. What? Even if you got Dalvin and you had Alexander Madison as a, a backup, you still not playing him? I mean, it, it just really depends. I, I mean, in the okay. leagues that I have, Dalvin, I don't have Madison, so I don't even have okay. to make that choice. But okay, it just depends. I mean, there's some people who are, you know, 10-team leagues, you know, and, I mean, there's okay. other starters out there that you might want to play over Madison, you know, versus yep. the Browns, even if you had Cook. So it just depends on the size of the league, deeper league, 12-team, 14-16. Like, yeah, you're starting like Dalvin – I mean, uh, Madison more than likely. But anything less, okay. you just never know. I agree. All right. Let's see here. What else we got? We got uh, – we don't even have to talk about it, but Russell Gage, uh, he is out. Hopefully, just means more work for Pitts. Definitely going to mean more work for Corduroy Patterson. And actually, we could talk about him. What do, you, what do you think about Corduroy Patterson so far? He's someone I believe it was like eight years ago that he was supposed to be the guy in Minnesota, and he was going to go from the kick returner specialist to their number one wide receiver – and we're finally seeing it, you know, kind of now. But what, what's your thoughts on Corduroy? Uh, I'm angry that I missed out on a zero RB target. I would look if I really if I'd have thought that Lennon would do this, I would have picked him up in a lot of leagues because uh, I think he's going to be a league winning player. It's guys that got heavy, really good wide receivers, and you can put Cordell Patterson as your RB two. I think you it can help you out a lot. So I say, listen, you got Cordell Patterson, you play him. You squeeze that lemon to all the juices gone. So you play him. Don't worry about Mike Davis, or because I got a lot of Mike Davis, but I'm still playing Cordell Patterson in a couple of leagues that I did pick him up off the waivers. Oh yeah, we're definitely playing Corduroy this week. There, there's no getting around it. He's the man. And uh, even in the fishbowl, I didn't grab him in too many leagues in a draft, but I drafted him in the fishbowl. So I'm super stoked about that. That he's been uh, he's been helping my team ball these last couple weeks, and. Uh, this is another reason why you get him, man. He just keeps it pimping, you know, out here in his corduroy suit and everything. Like, yeah, this is who you're playing this uh, this week for sure. Yeah, as long as if anybody's out, I mean, he's a he's a full go. And even if they were at full strength, he's like the only piece right now that's like really working. And I mean, that's including Calvin Ridley. That I mean, Mike yep. Davis, he's been okay, but I guarantee everybody who drafted Mike Davis, he is not living up to the expectations of what you thought that he was going to be when you drafted him. Yep, and I got a lot of them. And it's what's hurting him is the touchdowns. If he could yep. get, if he'd have had like two touchdowns in the last three weeks, I think he would be okay. He would be a top 16 running back So um, in PPR. So it's touchdowns. So I think as they get better with this new offense that uh, Arthur bought over, I think uh, Mike Davis' uh, green zone touchdowns gets uh, comes up. Yep. And we're starting to get a little bit of the West Coast um, news coming in. And uh, so Josh Norman uh, for the 49ers, he's uh, he's doubtful with the chest injury. So just like we talked about Gronk, you know, you got uh, you got the doubtful tag. You're probably not playing. Uh, at least it's not looking that way. So looking a little bit better for the Seattle uh, pass game. And then uh, another one on the West Coast is um, Daryl Henderson. He's expected to be. Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, he's expected to be available this week. What do you think about Daryl Henderson? Is he someone you're playing if he uh I mean going up against the Cardinals? 
So they got a pretty tough game. But is he someone you're playing either way? Especially if yes, you're in a zero he, RB position? Yes, I'm playing Darrell Henderson because the only way you beat the Arizona Cardinals, you run it. Because you put the ball in the air, you give them a chance for those athletes, those hybrid defensive players that they have to go intercept the ball, punch it out, uh, make you fumble. So how you beat them is running the ball because they 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 play like a, a light box. They more they pay in the pass. Uh, so um yeah um you run the ball. So I'm playing Darrell Henderson if he's healthy. That's easy. Okay, and then um. For the Seahawks, I know we touched on them real quick in the 49ers, but here's some more news that came out of there. Rashad Penny Brand, uh, and Brandon Shell are out, and uh, Tyler Lockett, officially questionable for the game. And then DK Metcalf, he popped up on the injury report on Thursday, and then um, but he's not listed on the injury report um, Friday, uh, foot injury. So anyone who might have been freaking out because uh, DK came up as questionable yesterday, he's good to go. And then... Marquez Valdez-Scantling, MVS, he's officially going to be out this week uh, with the hamstring injury. And then injury report for the Arizona Cardinals, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, full go. But they do have three offensive linemen that are questionable right now. Woo, Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah, that is uh... – yes, it – yeah, they have three that are questionable. One of them didn't practice. One of them was a full go today, and then the other one was limited. So we know one of those three will probably be playing, but two of the three, who knows? And uh, Kyler, he needs all the help that he can get uh, at offensive line with, uh, yeah, Aaron Donald. That's for sure. Yep, yep. All right. Well, we got through all the news. That is all the news. Shout out to everyone who's watching right now. I just see an influx of people just came on. Appreciate you coming on. Hop over to YouTube. Subscribe on Fantasy Football Hustler. Uh, also subscribe on Fantasy Good Sport on YouTube. That's both of our channels. Uh, subscribe to the GMM Network. Uh, that's Bogart's channel. We're multi-streaming on three different YouTube channels right now. Shout out to everyone in Facebook. Don't forget, we got the signed Ricky Williams jersey given giveaway going down so get signed up on get subscribed on my channel fantasy football hustler and you're going to get entered into this and if you want those extra entries get signed up on patreon we got a dope community it's also about the one-on-one -on -one help uh we got the live streams that go down four times a week where i'm answering questions and anyone on patreon you get priority questions so the patreon questions get answered in the first 15 20 minutes of every live stream so you don't got to wait around to get your questions answered. TD, why don't you tell everybody where to find you at? Guys, go to YouTube. Go to any social media platform and just type in Fantasy Good Sports and you can find me. I'm providing cutting-edge content. Yes, cutting-edge content, guys. And also subscribe to my OnlyFans. And, guys, my OnlyFans, is, I just started this year, so it's growing, and I'm giving you all type of access to me for us, what I do on, on my uh, part-time um what I do far as like uh, doing like with poker, any kind of like gambling things that goes with sports, I do a lot of that on my OnlyFans. And I'm, I'm just available for you anytime. I know a lot of you have questions right before the games, so you can hit me up on OnlyFans. So, yeah, guys, just hit me up at Fantasy Good Sports on YouTube. Subscribe to my channel and uh, also subscribe to my OnlyFans for $10 a month. There we go. Every every weekday, Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, we got the show going down. So, yeah, make sure you tap in. 
uh, in a few hours, in about two hours, we're going to be live on Clubhouse. We're going to be doing a quick start and sit session there. So anybody interested, um, let me throw the link back in there one more time. Actually, I'll put the link in the description of the video because live chat's not going to be up for that much longer anyways. But yeah, go search me out on Clubhouse. I'm on, I'm in there under the Fantasy Football Hustler. And um, the group is Fantasy Football Advice. Just kept it real simple. Every Friday, we're going to be going down 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, and then got the live stream tomorrow for the questions and answers and got the live streams on Sunday. And also got my QB and tight end start and sit videos. The QB's already dropped. Tight ends is about to drop like within an hour. So be on the lookout for that. Appreciate all the love, guys. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll see you later. Peace out. Yep. Peace. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.